Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. We are taking a little mid-season break to secure more interviews for the next few months, so today we're throwing it back to an episode from season four of the show. We interviewed Diane Sclafani, a stellar business consultant for the Louisiana Small Business Development Center and a fantastic partner and friend to JEDCO. This episode was recorded in 2021 as we were still navigating the COVID-19 pandemic and many of its challenges. However, much of the content within this episode is still very relevant to business owners today. Diane does such a great job of breaking down the five C's of financing and what a business owner needs to know to successfully secure a loan. We hope you enjoy this Throwback Thursday episode. I always tell my clients, I can't force them to give you money, but I can surely put you in the best light because they're going to give you a good chance. It's like, okay, you think you can make a million dollars in the first year? Well, then explain how you can make a million dollars. You know, make the lender understand this is a million dollar business because they see a lot of things and a lot of hopes and dreams. And I, I want them to understand if this is a million dollar uh, business, then this is why it is. We have officially reached the end of season four. Over the course of the last nine episodes, we've featured some of Jedco's borrowers, the small businesses that have used Jedco's loan programs to start up, grow, expand, renovate, and achieve the next level of success in Jefferson Parish and beyond. Many of the borrowers we interviewed mentioned their work with the Louisiana Small Business Development Center, or the LSBDC, an organization that helped connect them to Jedco and support their efforts to grow. We invited Diane Sclafani, an LSBDC business consultant who has helped to guide many, many businesses to success, to be on the show. She's very good at helping business owners craft their business plans and secure funding, among other things. During this interview, Diane talks about the five C's for starting a business. Great advice for any entrepreneur. She also talks about setting business owners up for successful access to capital, finding opportunity in the midst of challenges, and the many ways that businesses can work with the LSBDC to start up, grow, and thrive in Jefferson Parish. Diane is an absolute gem, and we are so honored to have her on our show to close out the season. Well, Diane, thank you so, so much for being on the show. We are so excited to have you today for our season finale. Yes, I am just so honored. I didn't realize that I am the finale. I am extra honored. I'm always honored <laughs> to be a part of anything that Jetco does, but, uh, but this is a special time. And, um, you know, I'm, d- I'm just here to help in any way. I, uh, I just love uh, working with you guys. Oh, well, thank you so much. And we are definitely going to dive really deep into all of the different ways that we work together. Um, We have been working together, you and I, and you and JEDCO and LSBDC and JEDCO for a very long time. And so this is is a great opportunity for us to, to talk about all of that. But first and foremost, for our listeners, what is the Louisiana Small Business Development Center? What do you guys do? Yes, yes. Well, we're part of a national... Association, which is the American SBDC, which stands for Small Business Development Center. And we are so honored that in Louisiana, we have several locations of, uh, you could say almost a clone of me. Um, I am a business consultant here and we are um, a nonprofit to help small businesses. So we're partially funded by SBA. We're partially funded just with JEDCO. 
uh, through the um, uh, Louisiana Economic Development. And then we have our host university, every SBDC has a host university and ours is Xavier right here in the Greater New Orleans region. So uh, collectively we're able to give our clients at no cost all the resources. Most of us uh, have been in business ourselves. We've got extreme amount of years, people on all different levels, different backgrounds. So I'm very honored. I came here 14 years ago after Hurricane Katrina. It was 2007. About that time, people were starting to get their Katrina money, I like to call it. And I was brought in because I, I had my own consulting business and people wanted to open up restaurants with their Katrina money. And so I came in and I just embraced every bit of it. And we, we opened up many businesses. As we've gone through COVID now, it's been a whole nother ball game. Uh, so as a whole, we're here for whatever is happening to our small businesses. And that could be from all this relief money and knowing what to do with it and how to, how to apply for it. We have to stay up to date. Uh, but on a, on a normal, uh, which I'm very, very optimistic and very uh, happy that we're in the, the post-COVID, hopefully this is it, uh, because through every disaster, this is what I know in life, is that there's great things. There's a lot of hardship, a lot of tears, but there's also a lot of great opportunities. We, we help businesses with all of anything that, that you need, and particularly how we partner with JEDCO. Sometimes I'm working with you, Kelsey, and we have done seminars together to keep our, our clients informed. Um, competitions, you've always brought me in on these super judging and, and doing a lot of the backgrounds of the business plans and grant openings, things like that. It's just, it's just such uh, awesome things. And people may know about that, but what they don't know is some of the background stuff that we do, like with uh, Kate uh, Wendell and her uh, EDS team that uh, there's so many resources. So people may be looking for a location in Jefferson or, you know, there's all kinds of things that we may collaborate and bounce ideas and clients back and forth to help them to fill in whatever is needed. And then through uh, Jennifer Laparos and her loan team, uh, we've done some awesome work. Uh, you asked me to kind of think about some, and just off the top of my head, I came up with four. And they're, they're just so awesome. Uh, one was before, before uh, COVID, uh, we have a very large uh, catering company. I'm, I'm not allowed to, to say names uh, without the, the client's permission, but it's a very large catering company and they wanted to expand and we were just busting at the seams. So I called Jennifer with the loan package and we did a 504 loan, which she was able to uh, that the client was able to, to purchase her own property, um, have a place that she wasn't so remote. She does remote, but now has a home base to do all her good stuff. And when COVID hit, this really helped her to stay alive, which of course we had no idea was getting ready to happen. 
and I'm going to jump in here real quick and just kind of, there was so much to unpack here and I want to hear some more of your success stories that you have. Um, but I just wanted to highlight a couple of things because okay, first, first and foremost, when we were doing these interviews throughout this, uh, this season of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, one of the things that I kept hearing over and over again from so many of the people that we interviewed was that they found JEDCO through the LSBDC and uh, through working with you or through working with some of your colleagues. And I just, I was so excited to hear that because as partners, um, you know, we, we do work a lot together. As you mentioned, you work with Jennifer, you work with Kate. Can you talk a little bit about why you typically direct people to JEDCO for funding or financing and that kind of thing? How, how, do, you, how do you and Jennifer work together? Yes, yes. Well, the moment that someone says that they want to open a business in Jefferson Parish, right away, I'm like, okay, Jedco's on board. <laughs> That's my first go-to. That's my first thought. Um, and to see, because most of the time people are trying to look for a location. Um, they're, they're trying to figure out all the parts and pieces of who their resources are. We've been around for over 30 years in the New Orleans area, and a lot of people don't know about us. A lot of people don't know that, that JETCO's around either. And so we're the best kept secret. And so I try to, um, to, to fight that every day. I'm, I'm an advocate for, for both of us. And so we start looking at, does a 504 loan particularly work? And that's how we can work together across uh, parish lines. I started putting together a loan package. And the first things that I go through, Jennifer and I kind of meet and kind of talk about the project to see if it does fit something that, uh, that, that JEDCO can do. And then I start to go to work and I work very intently with the client to build a loan package that she can truly pitch to the JEDCO committee. And then we can just run with it from there. If it's um, a client that um, just recently, another success story where um, this gentleman, he didn't have a whole lot of uh, very, very, very young, extremely talented, ready to open a little, um, a little kind of takeout place. And so we put together a loan package. Um, Jennifer put it together for him and in no time at all, we were able to fund him been open since April. He's already talking about starting another location. I'm trying to hold his feet to the, to the ground. Please make some money before growing too fast. So it's those types of things. Um, we just recently had a donut shop uh, that we worked on that you all brought to me. And he just made his first year. And we were at that grand opening together. And that, that's just an awesome thing. And he's just you know, busting at the seams of, of its business. And then a very close and dear client that I've been working with for years, I actually knew her before I came to the LSBDC, is, uh, is in, in the West Wego area. And she just celebrated her 25th anniversary of being in business, which is awesome, especially going through COVID. And so we applaud her and y'all did a super story and so did I to just applaud our businesses for their resiliency and just to be able to hold together. And so I say that through the success stories, it's how we work together and how we're here to either open a business, keep a business going, 
uh, have them thrive 25 years so we can celebrate in their, in their ongoing success. And that's what I feel that we work together so well. I, that is tremendous. And these success stories, I mean, you mentioned that these are just a couple of them and there are so many more. I mean, it's crazy the number of, of businesses that we have supported together uh, as two separate organizations that are just, it's such a great example of how two organizations can work hand in hand and in tandem together to bring a business to the next level, which is, you know, really what we're all here for, which I love. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, we've, you touched on so many things whenever we were first jumping off here, but you mentioned, you know, Katrina and then COVID and the opportunities that sometimes arise out of these, you know, tragic and challenging circumstances. And in these, in the process of interviewing some of these business owners, not just this season, but in the course of the history of the podcast, it's so interesting how many people started their business after Katrina, started their business, you know, in the midst of really challenging times. Um, I, I just, I just think that's so interesting. It is. And, and to watch, uh, I just applaud them. You know, I, I try to celebrate our, our clients because I know how hard this is. Um, I've been in business. My family was in business. Um, I really uh, love helping people, especially through these rough times, because I feel like I, I almost get and and be a part of their team. I feel their pain, and and so uh, I'm working with someone right now that uh, I'm just so honored that he's he's open to let me know, be vulnerable enough to let me know what he's really thinking so that I can really just be a soundboard if nothing else. I don't claim to know everything. I know a lot of things that I can help him with, but sometimes they just need to hear their ideas coming out and do they make sense, you know? And so a lot of times um, I'm just really privileged to have such a position to, to you know, set people um, and keep them on, on the straight and narrow so that they can thrive their business because they have everything. Most people have their, their house, their retirement, they put everything into this business. And for unforeseen and probably things to come, you know, we, we, we used to say, oh, Katrina will never happen again. Well, we, we may not get a Katrina, but we're gonna get something. If there's a storm, a flood or whatever that just interrupts us and throws us for a loop. But uh, that's what part of being an entrepreneur is. It's taking all the risk and, and making something of it, you know? And um, at times um, I do have to help people close a business. And sometimes that's just a, a healthy thing. It's like having surgery, you know, you don't want to have it, but sometimes it needs to happen. So we're even here for those situations, but I'm not going to make that the first. I mean, I don't do surgery first. I do everything imaginable before we get to that point. But sometimes I'm the voice of reason that says, it's time to do something else. And um, uh, it's not part of the job that I like, but it's something that sometimes needs to be done. Wow. You know, I don't even think I realized that you guys did that kind of thing. I, I mean, and that's another example of how the LSBDC is there from the beginning when you're starting up all the way to sometimes the very end, which, you know, we never want to see something end, but it's, it's wonderful to know that there are resources, this particular resource for 
every situation that your business could possibly encounter, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have someone that I helped to close a business, but now we have this opportunity. She's exploring like she's 20 years old, you know, just starting all over again. And it's a, it's a fabulous um, uh, to take something that, that was really tough and really, you know, very emotional. And now she's on the straight now to, to do something that's even bigger and better. So that's what, you know, sometimes things need to end, seasons happen, seasons go, and then new things can, can grow and come of that. And that's what we really want to do is to help people pivot so that maybe this, this is just the season and we'll pick it up and run with it in, a, in another direction. And uh, it's just really, really awesome. I love that so much. This that's so fantastic, and it's so optimistic, which is something that we so appreciate um, about you and about the LSBDC. Is there is always opportunity, and that's what you're looking for. I wanted to ask you because you had mentioned that you were a business owner, and that you and that you worked with a lot of restaurants. Do you primarily work with restaurants still? Is it mostly food related businesses, or are you working with? Does it run the gamut? Tell us a little bit about you and the role that you play specifically within the LSBDC organization? Well, like I said, when I came here 14 years ago in 2007, I was brought on because there were so many restaurants that, that, that wanted uh, assistance. Since then, I, I work with everybody. I still specialize in anything food. I have an extreme background from food manufacturing to, um, to restaurants. I almost like to say it, I, I go from farm to, to fine dining is the way I like to say it. Uh, because anything in between, food trucks, um, anything anything imaginable. I'm a, I'm a chef by trade. I've, I've worked in this business from every aspect, um, catering. My, my family used to have a very large restaurant that uh, we could hold 500 people. So that's where I cut my teeth. But then I actually got out on my own and got into banking because uh, I wanted to actually find out how the rest of the world lived without, without having a restaurant. And from that, I got into food sales and uh, just have done um, everything that has prepared me so much to be a consultant and, and well-rounded and from you know just the experiences of working in other people's businesses and so when I came to the LSBDC, uh, I really broadened my, my industry. We have anything from the smallest of a hair designer, a plumber, a landscaper, to even oil-related businesses. Uh, I have, I mean, sometimes I just go, oh my gosh, I had no idea we had all of this right here. And, and even Jefferson Parish, if we're talking about Jefferson Parish, you know, and, um, you know we, we have... We, we build paddle boats here in Jefferson. It's like a, for around the world. It's like, gosh, this is amazing. So, um, but what I do on a daily basis without uh, all these relief programs is uh, really help people not only find their way, but when it's time for them to access the capital. That's one of our biggest strengths, especially in the Greater New Orleans region. My director, Carmen Sundom, who has been on many of your uh, seminars, uh, she really believes that access to capital is, is really our forte. So I've gotten to be pretty, I can say I'm pretty good at it, uh, 
the lenders really do like to refer businesses to me to help them put together a package. And Jennifer at Jedco, we work together to really bring out the best in the business so that um, I, I always tell my clients, I can't force them to give you money, but I can surely put you in the best light that they're gonna give you a good chance. And so what I do in that arena is put together a full loan package of, a, um, of working through the financials. We really dive into the credit report because more than ever, especially after COVID, the credit report is the thing. Credit score is important, but it's what's on that report. I mean, you can really tell what your history is uh, by looking at that report. So those two things really set the stage and really give me enough um, to start talking with lenders and see, you know, does this business have legs that we can move forward? And then I help them prepare uh, I call it the, the plan for success, you know, through those financials. Can I really afford, can I really make money? Will I ever make a salary out of this business? A lot of businesses don't do that. They go on passion, which I'm all about passion. I, I'm, I'm very passionate about what I do. But I, I think a, a calculated risk is very important to say, this is the plan and we can change it on paper where after we've already put down the money, we really are very limited and I want my clients to have options. So we work it out and then we make the business plan relate to those numbers. Like, okay, you think you can make a million dollars in the first year? Well then explain how you can make a million dollars. You know, make the lender understand this is a million dollar business because they see a lot of things and a lot of hopes and dreams. And I, I want them to understand this is a million dollar uh, business, then this is why it is. And it also gives Jennifer the, I call it the ammunition to go to her committee and say, yeah, this is worth investing in. So, uh, and, and then we, we of course get all of these supporting documents together so that um, the lender can start seeing that the wherewithal of all the parts and pieces, we call it the, the five C's to finance. Uh, I explained the first two, but you know, you gotta have, you gotta have, you gotta have stuff. How, how else can I say it? You know, you gotta have a house, you gotta have, some kind of equity, cars, whatever, to back up these loans. And a lot of times it may take a little longer for a client to put it together. But that's what I do so that the lenders can make the best decision and have all the information that they need instead of pulling out, oh, I need this statement, that statement, this statement before I can move forward. And it may take months. A lot of times it's just because um, the communications uh, is there some kind of breakdown in it? So I try to give them as much as possible so that they can go and do their magic and try to make this loan happen, get this business off the ground. That is amazing. And also, I just, I, I think it's so important, and it's what you just mentioned, is that this is not something that just happens overnight. It takes time to get financing. It takes time to pull those numbers together. And I, I do agree, like there's so much passion in this community, but you have to have some real uh, business prowess to back up that passion. And so that's where you come in. And, and I, I love that you're able to sort of help them, you know, rein them in and, and point them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. and, and, and also to bring out, uh, I'm working with a chef right now who's got extreme experience, but for him to articulate it in paper, which I am not great at myself, 
but I know what I, what the lender is looking for. And so I do coach my clients to really give them not only the best chance, but to show people, look, this, this guy, a gal has, has this experience from, you know, being executive chef at, at fine hotels and, you know, corporate type uh, restaurants and whatever that, um, he's probably taken for granted. The client is probably taken for granted. And so I kind of pull all that good stuff out of them so that, um, you know, once again, that they have the best shot because otherwise it's just a kind of a watered down uh, business plan, which is what I'm, I really hate seeing uh, that rolls around. It's not a school project when you're asking for a million dollars. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think too, you had mentioned, you know, it just kind of pulling back the curtain from the Jedco side, you know, we do have our finance team and that's, you know, we have four people on our team that help work on these loans. Um, but then every loan has to go before a committee of commissioners who help us make the decisions about whether or not these loans are viable for Jedco and are the right decision for Jedco. And so they, you know, having someone like Diane on your side to help you make a good case for your business um, when you're getting in front of these boards and committees. For all of you folks who are thinking about getting loans out there, um, that's just that's just something to really take into consideration that having some an organization like the LSBDC on your side for this type of work is really important. Yes, yes. And, and we have the tools that uh, most lenders uh, really appreciate, especially when you go into SBA uh, type products. Um, there are several things that, that uh, I specifically work with. But I use those same tools regardless if we use a SBA loan or not. Is there that good? Yes. During the pandemic, obviously things sort of shifted around quite a bit. Um, you know, there were SBA loans, there was all there was so much happening. And you you may have mentioned this on the front end, but the LSBDC was obviously a fantastic resource in the midst of all of these incredible challenges and uncertainties. And what was that like during the pandemics? What were some of the things that you guys were doing? How were you feeling? I mean, it was a lot, right? Well, uh, I just kept my nose to the grindstone because I didn't really want to look up because there was so much going, uh, coming at us daily. We were having meetings several times a week just to keep up with things. Uh, I've, I've never been, I was so happy to have these Zoom meetings because I could hop on Zoom meetings and you all did some uh, of the seminars. Uh, we did some of the seminars. Uh, we partner with others to do seminars just to keep people abreast, but it's so overwhelming from a client's perspective. And that's what I try to put my, put my feet in their shoes, uh, listen to all this stuff going, oh my God, I got a business to run now. I got a full-time job just trying to apply for relief programs. So if they were um, confused or not sure um, I could hop on a Zoom meeting and help them apply, you know, just look at the same application. And sometimes it was just nothing but check off the box, you know, and um, it was just very rewarding to be able to help somebody just to be able to feel like, okay, all right, I can handle this. Yeah. And, you know, um, we have to take care of ourselves as well to make sure because that's all you get is all the news and I was constantly you know, reading articles, keeping up with news, news streams. Um, it was, it was a lot, but um, just 
trying to, uh, I just had to keep reminding myself that I had to stay positive to be able to help others stay positive. Yeah. Because, um, you know, sometimes I, I get a call um, at an odd hour and um, it could be a little dark moment. And uh, I surely, you know, I, I don't want to do that on a regular basis, but if I know that person, I take the call. Yeah. Know? It's very serious, serious times, and um, but they get through it. That's the main thing. Is, is that they're very, uh, you know, we we talk about Louisiana being resilient, and we are as a people resilient. Yes, I I love that you said that. That's something that we've really sort of I, I talked about this. It's this, a theme that I've seen throughout this season, and really the last, I mean, all last year too. It's it was a really difficult time. And it's really wonderful to see that we're hopefully on the other side of this. And one of the things that I was thinking about earlier is just how our community is so, you know, we're so vibrant. We have such tremendous diversity of industry and people. And I think that really sets us up for success from an economic standpoint. Yes. I I just see technology in everything. You know, I grew up in a time where in the restaurant business, you really didn't need technology. When when I was in sales, I used to try to get my, my chefs to uh, to actually, we would set them up with their own PC and bring in a tech to help them. And they'd say, no, 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 I, I create, I, I don't do that, you know? And then all of a sudden it was uh, 2001 is when everything hit. And uh, all of a sudden uh, everybody really got into the technology in the, in the food and beverage world and, um, I, I watched it happen, you know, it was right around that time. And it was awesome. So technology is really our friend. I, I mentioned it, you know, I love being able to do the Zooms. We're still doing uh, either Zoom meetings or phone meetings with our clients. Um, I have an office with the uh, Hispanic Chamber here in, in Jefferson Parish. Uh, we're, we have different satellites. Uh, our, our, our director, Carmen Sunda, has us kind of peppered around our Greater New Orleans region to be able to, to help our clients. So uh, we're in Laplace, we're at Xavier, we're, we're all over, but, but my location is in the Hispanic um, Chamber Foundation. And um, I've only been there a few times since, since COVID started, but uh, I think we could go a very long time with technology, just doing it the way that, that we're doing it. That is so true. I love that you mentioned the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Um, they are also a fantastic partner of JEDCO. Myra Pineda, who is the, the president of the Hispanic Chamber, is on our board. She's amazing. It's really, I think, as we're talking here, it's just, you know, you're connecting all the dots. JEDCO works with the LSBDC and the Hispanic Chamber, who also works with the LSBDC. And, you know, there are so many different organizations out there in this community that are available to support business. And I think that's one of the things that really sets Jefferson Parish and the greater New Orleans region apart is just how much synergy there is and how how business friendly this community is. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I can reach out to almost anybody and, um, you know, everyone is just willing. I think we all have that kindred spirit. You know, we all want to help people. We all wanna, want people to, um, to be prosperous and help their families. And um, it's, you know, I, I, I'm in. 
What else can I say? <laughs> yes, that's perfect. I, we're in. We're all in. Um, and I think that's a good time to ask this question, which is, what is your favorite part about the work that you do? Well, I think I've said it. Uh, it's just being able to help somebody through not just the difficult times, but to also find their way. Because um, people do come to me and they'll say, oh, my God, I had no idea you all existed. You know, I, I, I just didn't know where to go to find answers uh, to whatever resource or whatever that, uh, that they need. And uh, like I said, it could be as simple as just hearing somebody out. You know, I've had people say, uh, am, am I just crazy? <laughs> no, you're not crazy. That's part of being an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, taking those risks that even your mama may not think that, uh, that that you should do it because she loves you and uh and I may tell you uh sometimes maybe you shouldn't do this <laughs> but uh but for the most part I, I try to help people to uh at least give it a good shot I do believe that people um should at least try things I want to keep trying things you know uh, I was listening to something earlier this morning that said you know you just got to keep trying. You don't say, oh, because I'm a certain age or a certain time in my life or whatever. No, there's always something that we can do. And uh, I just believe in, in business and people being able to, to do whatever they think is the way that they should wake up in the morning and do it better, you know? It's so true, right? Life, your life should be about sort of living and learning and growing all throughout your lifetime. We're never too old to learn something new or try something new or, you know, switch careers if that's the path that you feel you need to be on or start a business. I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, it really is so true. And I think that's something that sometimes people need to hear and remind themselves that you can you're here to grow on this earth. And that's, that's really neat. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, our, our community, our entrepreneurial community, our entrepreneurial ecosystem. The greater New Orleans area is um, really is kind of a hub for innovation and startup growth. And, and so I want to highlight some advice that you might have for business owners who are just starting out. You know, we talk about passion what else do they need to know? <laughs> what advice do you have for them? All right. Well, uh, those five C's, and I'll, I'm, I sometimes have to get out my piece of paper to, to remind myself of what they are. The first one is character. That's part of that credit score and that credit report that I mentioned. The second one is capital. How much money as a business owner are you willing to invest? Because you don't go to a bank and say, I need money and they give you 100% of whatever it is. You're gonna to have to bring some skin to the game. Um, then the capacity, what's your income to debt ratio? So be careful with those credit cards. I've run them up too, um, you know, uh, but you gotta be very careful about what's your income and what's your debt. And don't give up your day job while you're trying to start a business. They wanna know, uh, it's kinda of like chicken or the egg, which one comes first. Um, you gotta keep your job. Um, collateral, I mentioned earlier, that could be equipment, your home equity, car, all these things are things that you need to kind of think about. And then what's the condition? Um, what's the demand uh, for the product? What's the purpose? You know, what, what are you solving? You should have, uh, your business should be, I'm a solution to whatever problem 
is out there, and I'm the best one to to fix the solution. That's kind of the the way that I kind of start um, with working with a client. So with those five C's, you've got to really understand what the lender is going to be looking for just to prepare so you can have access to capital. And then you need to form your team. And one of the biggest things that I, I like to tell, uh, especially a new business, is to try to get an accountant that understands business, not just somebody, it's not someone that just does tax returns, somebody that's kind of got your back, um, somebody that's going to tell you, oh, at this point, you know, you've grown, so maybe now you need to be an S-Corp. There's reasons why you need to be an S-Corp and when you don't. An accountant, um, a lot of times our businesses think that that's something down the road and they can't afford it. They need to really hop on from the very beginning because the financials tell you, just like I was saying loan, in the loan package part, it tells you, can I afford to be in business? Can I ever make money at this business? I can't tell you how many people come to me two or three years in and go, I haven't made a dime. How do, how do I make money with this business? Well, it's because they need to go back and, and do what they should have done in the beginning and really find out where those, where those important pieces that say, this is the plan that I am going to live by to make sure that a million dollars in, in that first year uh, in revenue, well, you got to have a plan for that. You don't just say, oh, I got a product and everybody's going to love it and you know, I'm going to make a million dollars. That's, that's not the plan. That's the dream. So uh, those are the things that I feel are the most important uh, along with that team. You got to have a business consultant. You got to have Jedco. Uh, all those things that we, we talked about so that you, you, you're not out there by yourself that you you are taking the risk at the end of the day it's your it's your money it's your time it's your sweat and blood and tears but at the end of the day you have a team behind you to help you to achieve whatever you need to achieve and that's that's what i get up for every day and want to help people to understand that so that they can be all that they want to be I love that advice. It is fantastic. The five C's, everybody memorize those five C's. Um, so, so important. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you would like to mention? I always ask that as we get to the end. <laughs> well, uh, the best thing is, is to know how to find us. Yes. And I think that that is uh, the best way. You can always just, just Google us. Uh, if you put in Louisiana Small Business Development Center, you're going to see our whole state-wide website. And from there, so no matter if you're in Jefferson or where, and Jefferson is so large, um, we, we are all the way down to, to, to Grand Isle and um, through Laplace, our particular office. So we have a very large area that the Great New Orleans region covers. And, um, but we have uh, other locations in Hammond. And so I would say to to go to the uh, Louisiana Small Business Development website, you will see, especially right now, because we have so many training classes that are free and on, uh, online that, that you can take for your business. And uh, from there, there's a button that, that you can request a consultant, and maybe it's me. I stay very busy uh, about two weeks out, but I will try to get to you just as quickly as, quickly as I can. And, 
lot of work and, and see what we can do for you. Wonderful. I will make sure that we share a link in our show notes to the LSBDC website so that folks can easily access you once they listen to this podcast and are jumping on, you know, wanting to work with you and with other people on your team. Um, It has been such an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, Thank you so, so much for for being here. Thank you. Anytime. Um, I'm just so honored to, to work with you guys and you to ask me this. Name my day. A special thanks to Diane for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. If you're interested in learning more about the LSBDC, click on the link to their website in our show notes. Every other Thursday, we will release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, so we hope you will keep on tuning in. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news, on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development, and LinkedIn at JP Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. They help other listeners like you find the show, which helps us share our story and the stories of small businesses in our community with more people. And we appreciate that. We'll be back with new episodes soon. As always, thank you so much for tuning in.